Welcome to another episode of the Climbing Hinge Podcast, terraforming, radiating positive energy and loving behaviors. That's what we're going to be talking about on this episode of the podcast. Now, on a prior episode, we talked about singular purpose and how you want to work to develop your purpose in life. And in that podcast, we gave the example of Zod from the Superman uh, movies and Man of Steel. And we talked about his singular purpose, which was to protect Krypton. And of course, uh, as we said in that podcast, there's no mistaking Zod's singular purpose and the energy with which he pursues it. Nothing is going to get in his way. And so we use that example as a as a as a perfect example of how you want to harness your singular purpose to drive you forward in life. On that podcast, we talked about the idea of terraforming. Now, terraforming from a scientific definition talks about modifying the atmosphere, the temperature, the ecology of a planet. In no way, shape, or uh, means are we talking about that for us. For terraforming for us, uh, as a metaphor, it's about transforming the environment in that we live in and radiating with positive energy love and sharing our positive gifts and we want to be able to do that no matter what happens through adversity through storms through thick or thin pull out your cliche how we show up and stand up through adversity defines us as who we are and one of the things that we are going to talk about on this podcast, the idea of terraforming and how it works and why, is the idea of emotional contagions. Emotions have a contagion effect, positive and negative. They spread, kind of like a virus. What we're going to do first is define what emotional contagions are, how they work. We're going to define some specific processes by which they are transferred to other people or groups. Um, we're going to talk about some ancillary outcomes, negative and positive effect, and what they have on groups or other people. If I'm negative in my, disp- my, in my emotions or I'm positive, what, what are the outcomes? What does it affect other people or groups? And where we're going to see, of course, is that it's advantageous to have a positive effect in terms of the emotions that we, we spread. Then we're just going to go through some brief scenarios and just talk about what type of, of energy I want to be giving off in those scenarios so we can better describe how we can use emotional contagions and terraform ourselves into radiating positive energy. All right, so first of all, let's define what emotional contagions are. And it is when a person influences the emotions of another or a group through their emotional actions and behavioral attitudes. And that's from Schoen Wolf and 1990. So how I behave and act um, will impact other people or groups. Um, A couple of things to think about here first. Emotions are a relatively short-term reaction to a stimulus. That's from research by Reber in 85. Meaning, um, I I get scared. So that's my emotional reaction. But it's it's a shorter-term, ephemeral thing. It's not a long-term state. 
A longer term state is what's called the dispositional effect. This is my longer term feeling or mood. Um, I don't love you anymore. That's not an emotional reaction. I might show you some emotions when I tell you this, but my, my disposition is I, I don't love you anymore. It's my longer term feeling. So emotions, short term reactions, disposition, longer term effect. All right, two things about emotions. They can either be positive or negative, and they can have an intensity or an energy level associated with them. And based upon whether they're positive or negative and what the energy level is with which is expressed will impact the level of how contagious it is, how, how likely it is to spread to others. When we think about energy level, we can express it, you know, kind of on a scale of one to 10, right? Low or high intensity of my energy. Things that impact the intensity of my energy are loudness, how loud I'm speaking, the tempo, how fast am I speaking, my body gestures, my facial reactions and gestures, and my pitch level. All those things will convey an emotion to somebody else. Um, Interestingly enough, words are at the bottom of a list in terms of spreading emotions. So for all you, you people out there, a lot of guys that want to constantly talk about talking to your partner, talking to your partner is an interesting thing, um, but you have to be, they have, your partner, if they're not in love with you, they have to live through you via experiences and interactions that have emotional context to them if you want them to fall in love with you again. Talking to them will never do it, just as an FYI. All right, so let's talk about the process in which emotions are spread. Okay, so we know facial expressions, body language, vocal tone, um, the tempo, the loudness, all will impact the emotion felt. That's research from Marabrain in 1972. And there's, there's two basic processes by which emotions are spread. Number one, there's a primitive emotional contagion process. And number two, there's an emotional comparison process, which is more cognitive. The primitive process is very uh, automatic and instinctual. And it involves the mimicry of others. And so some examples are via facial expressions, body language, speech patterns, and vocal tones. Um, I will subconsciously or automatically might mimic somebody else. So, so a girl or somebody says, oh my God, I was almost mugged. I go, oh my God, really? So I'm mimicking her. Um, and it's a very autonomic process. I don't think about it. When I mimic her, I'm, my body goes through sp specific things to make me have some of the feelings that she's having, right? My vocal tone is excited, the pitch is higher, I'm speaking faster, it gets me excited, I feel some of the emotions that she's feeling, the emotion has a contagion spreading effect. Um, and it's very instinctual, primitive, autonomic, it's not thought about. The other process is a comparison process. This is more cognitive and it's conscious level thinking. And what this process involves is I'm comparing the other person's mood to my own to understand how I should be responding to them. That person is sad, they, they just lost a loved one. I wanna show um, some empathy and compassion for their loss. And so I'm using that as my comparison and how I convey back um, my behaviors to them. So that's kind of how it works. Um, 
plenty of research to show that groups and other people will have an impact based upon how you behave and your emotions that you're conveying. Okay, so a couple of things just on negative and positive impact of these things. We know that people that have negative moods and behaviors, uh, um, it, it comes off as if you're rejecting others. So other people will feel that you're less accepting of them if you have a negative mood. Um, negativity in group settings is perpetuating. This is research from Kemper. Uh, so Kemper found that it perpetuates. It keeps getting more spiral-like. Once negativity is started, it easily spirals into greater negativity. This is called the cycle of retribution that I talk about in relationships. One person does something negative. The other person is angered and hurt. They don't necessarily do anything, but then it comes out later in a passive aggressive manner. Then it hurts that partner and then it keeps spiraling, right? So we want to end the cycle of negative uh, retribution. Um, so we want to have positive effects. We want to convey positive emotions. So what we know on, on positive emotions, it leads to greater cooperation. That's research from Forgus. If my goal is to reunite with my partner, or to build and forge a more loving, intimate, deep union with them. Do you think I want cooperation? I think probably so. And if I want to get cooperation, I have to have a more positive emotional impact on people. Um, positive emotions and the contagion effect leads to more helping behaviors. So in myself and others, if I'm impacting them in my environment, right, it leads to a uh, environment where people want to help each other that's fantastic and positive effect leads to greater acceptance of others now just think about this real quick if in my work and in my my personal life say so I go to the gym I work out I have friends and groups of friends and I am spreading positive emotions I'm positive and my energy level that it's expressed is, you know, at a, at a good level. It might probably not be in 10 all the time because everybody will think I'm, I'm suffering from mania, right? Um, but it, it, it's, it, it's, a, so it's appropriate for the context that I'm in. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to lead to better moods and better dispositions of the groups and the people that I'm with. Um, as an example of a, a guy at the, one of the, the gym I go to, and when he walks into the gym, the whole place radiates with positive energy. You can just, you can feel it pick up. And the reason being, he's, a, he's very happy. He comes in, he's happy, he's smiling, he says hi to people, he's very friendly. And then when he goes and works out, he, he works out like an animal. And so he brings positive, intense, fun, good energy to the place. And when he comes in, the whole place just picks up. You can feel it. Um, and he's waving at people. Um, he's, he's a very happy man. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. But he brings a good positive vibe and it feels better um, when, he, when he comes in. People can feel it. That's what I would call radiating positive energy. And you can feel it. If you're radiating positive energy in your social groups, people will feel it and people will be talking about you. And that has a contagion effect. And if you're in a relationship, your partner will feel it. I guarantee it, uh, one way or another. 
if you're working to get back your ex or a partner or you're, you're going through a separation or divorce it's it's might be more disconnected but it will still probably be felt in many ways all right um, through secondary effects through social settings people talking relatives this and that all right so we know that um, you can radiate and spread positive energy via your display of emotions, whether it's positive and negative, and the intensity with which you um, express those emotions. Let's just go through an example now of, of how this kind of works um, via a, a specific example of, let's just say that our partner has just um, told you that she wants to break up with you, right? Let's just go through a scenario. Your wife has told you that she wants a divorce. All right. So what should be your positive or negative emotional state? What should be the intensity with which you display that back to her? Well, I want to be positive in terms of I want to be supportive of her. I want to be expecting, accepting. I want to be respectful. I want to make her feel safe that she can express herself. So I'm, I'm positive about it. My facial gestures are gonna be open. My body language is open, no negatives. I'm not gonna be clenching my teeth. I'm not gonna be tightening my, my body. And the intensity though of, of which I display is gonna be low key, not too intense. You know, maybe a two or a three on the scale of one to 10. I'm, I'm relaxed and calm, right? I don't want her to think I'm, I'm manic about this. I like to say when you're going through an episode of a breakup or a separation, you kind of want to be a monk in a monastery, which is you're positive, you're getting work done, but you're low key. So I'm not out partying, I'm not out you know, hanging out with the guys, drinking like crazy or whatever. I'm low key, positive, going to work, getting my stuff done. Um, now, um, as time goes by, and depending upon how things evolve with my partner, I want to make sure I keep, I'm keep being positive in terms of my emotions. Um, and the intention, intensity of that can slowly creep up. I can be more, um, I can show more intensity of my positivity as time goes by, but not right away. Because if I'm too positive, you know, when she breaks up with me, she's going to think that I'm happy that she's leaving me, or she's divorcing me, or she's separating from me. And we don't want that, because that will cause her to be hurt and angry and make things a lot worse. Now, uh, she probably will be confused and a bit angry just because you're being positive in the face of her leaving you. Even if your, your intensity is low, you know, one, two or three, because it's, it's very confusing for women to experience this if when they leave you you remain positive accepting and supportive free and loving towards them it, it can anger them it's it's up it's the point of i'm hurt and i'm angry and i'm quitting and i'm leaving this marriage or this this relationship and you're seem to be doing okay and it can anger them and so oftentimes they'll say something like well, you, you just seem to be doing just fine, I guess, don't you, with everything? And that's their way of passive-aggressively letting their anger out to attack you because you're maintaining 
a free and loving, positive, emotional disposition. Now, if she says something to the effect of, well, you seem to be doing just fine, you want to be prepared for that. And so what you might say is something like this. You know, I love you and I, I want us to be together. I'm not going to lie. I, I do want us to be together. But I'm not going to, in the face of this situation, let it get the best of me. I'm not going to let that happen. I'm going to be supportive of you, respectful of your decision, loving towards you, caring, helpful if I can, and if you allow that to happen. And I'm not going to let anything change that. And I, I'm not backing down from that. I'm, I stand by that. And that's going to be my response, something like that. And when I tell her that, then I'm going to negate her, her manipulation, which she's trying to do by saying, well, you seem to be doing just fine. That's a manipulative attack on me. And she, I'm not going to let her win that little verbal battle. There's no way. So I stand, I double down on what I'm doing. I explain, I love you. I want us to be together, but I'm not going to let this situation get us down. No way. I'm going to be supportive, respectful, loving towards you, caring. And by the way, if you were to change your mind, I would accept you with open arms. I love you. We'll negate her, we'll negate her words. So anytime a woman uh, rejects you, ends a relationship, and you're free and loving and radiating positive energy, I always want to be prepared for some levels of anger. As time goes by and they see that you're consistent in being this free and loving man radiating positive energy, um, their anger will subside and they will become more attracted to you, right? Because think about it. In order to build attraction, we talked about this on the Attraction prod, prod, Podcast, there's three things you have mainly at your disposal. P, S, and B. P, physical personality. S, status and structure. B, your behavior. Now, if my partner has broken up with me, do I want to let my physical um, attributes go to, go to waste? Do I want to lose a bunch of weight or gain weight because I'm depressed? No way. So, I want to be terraforming. I want to be radiating positive energy at the gym working on my physique, maintaining, getting better, you know, more ripped, more muscular. I want to enhance, you know, my behaviors. What are the behaviors that have led to the shortcomings in the relationships? How can I work on them? How can I radiate greater positive energy? How can I build trust? How can I build emotional safety? How can I learn to, to listen to my partner so they feel heard? Now, on those two things, physical P and behavioral B, I'm going to be radiating positive energy with an intensity to it. She may not be seeing that, that's okay, because she will feel the ancillary effects of it. I'm, I'm improving myself. I'm climbing the mountain. My behaviors are getting better. And then on S, status and structure, I keep bringing positive energy and radiating positive energy um, for, my, for my status, work, career, social life, education. And I pursue those things with abundant energy and positivity. So when I'm radiating in 
positive energy and terraforming the environment and terrain around me, I can spread these things through these emotional contagion effect that we talked about. We talked about how emotions spread. I can be positive or negative in my emotions, and then I can have an intensity, one to 10. So what we wanna do is, is think about that, and be consciously aware of that. If you, as the captain of your ship, let your partners leaving you, divorcing you, separating you, impact your duty as the captain of the ship, you have a dereliction of your duty. As the leader, as the masculine partner in your relationship, it's your duty to steer the ship through adversity to safe harbor. You can't do that if you're negative or if you're lacking confidence or if you let the situation get you down. You have to go through the adversity with a positive disposition and say, no matter what happens, I'm going to make the best of it. And we talked about how to do that on our last podcast on dealing with rejection. You reframe the situation from a negative to a positive. You resist the temptation to act on your short-term emotional state and you elevate yourself and you elevate via radiating positive energy and terraforming the environment around you. If you do that, you'll create waves of positive energy that not only will people around you feel, but your partner will feel as well. All right, so that's what terraforming is all about. We all wanna keep terraforming our way and radiating positive energy, free and loving energy, and sharing our positive gifts. Thank you once again for listening to this episode of the Climbing Henge Podcast. <laughs>